I'm at the point where I'm like, I kind of want them to know. I kind of want them to know I don't belong here because I don't want to lose the magic. I don't want to lose the specialness. December 25th, 2018. It was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yet I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money, the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck, like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was gonna be an inside job and I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the Unruly, entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. The very first time I ever walked into a Louboutin store to buy my very first pair of red bottoms, like I had dreamt about it, I had researched, I knew exactly what pair I wanted, I knew what store they would be in, and I walked in, well first of all I stood in line outside, I flew to New York to make it an entire experience. Now, mind you guys, like I'm the girl who <laughs> grew up in a trailer, one bedroom tra- trailer that my dad and stepmom slept in and the kids, all of us kids slept in sleeping bags in the living room and we had rats. If you guys haven't listened to my episode where I interviewed my dad, you'll hear him talk about some of these stories. It's episode 24. And Um, So humble beginnings. And now I've flown to New York. I'm having a magical trip with friends. It's the end of the year. I'm celebrating a successful year and I'm celebrating it by um, marking the moment and buying my very first pair of designer shoes with two of my best friends. So we stood in line. It's winter in New York waiting to get into the Louboutin store. We walk in and I am just filled with like anxiety. My stomach is just a complete wreck. And I'm like, they're going to know. <laughs> they're going to know I was the girl who grew up in the trailer. They're going to know I don't belong here. They're going to know I'm not like a multimillionaire. They're going to know I don't come from wealth. They're going to like all of the things, right? And I was talking to a client yesterday and she goes, Um, Andrea was going through WAP, uh, my program Wealth Alignment Patterns, where I do um, unconscious reprogramming on people and around money. And she's like, 
you know, I finally understand what you mean by like the open tab, because even though I have money, I make, you know, like high multiple six figures. Um, I still have moments where I'm like, they're going to know I don't belong here. And I just smiled and I was like, you know, I used to feel that way too. And it used to feel like terror. And now I kind of hope they know. And she's looking at me like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, as I've grown and as I've created these new income levels, what I've realized is, is that everybody feels like an imposter somewhere, by the way. Um, that's not what I said to her, but like, I feel guided to say that to you guys. Everybody feels like an imposter, like they don't belong somewhere if it's somewhere that they've never been or never spent a lot of time in. But I'm like, I kind of hope they know because the second that I feel like this is just normal for me or whatever, the second that it starts to lose the magic. I remember the first time I ever sat in first class, this other guy sat next down ne- or down next to me and you could tell he just like always flew first class. I ended up having a great conversation with him. Like he did very well, I'm like real estate and finance and super interesting person. But I was like, he's going to know the flight attendant's going to know. And then all of a sudden she's like, pull out your trays, please, because wow, I'm actually getting fed a meal in first class and I cannot figure out how to get my tray (laughs) out of the armrest of the first class seat. And the flight attendant has to reach over and show me how to do it. And, you know, now that I fly first class exclusively and I've made that decision for that to be a standard in my life, I'm at the point where I'm like, I kind of want them to know. I kind of want them to know I don't belong here because I don't want to lose the magic. I don't want to lose the specialness. You know, the first time that we do anything for the first time, fall in love, move into a new home, start a new career, go to college. And like, we're in this state of awe and new beginnings it all feels fresh. It's exciting. It's interesting. We're appreciative and our energy about it is just different. And don't we all know that it doesn't take very long before all of a sudden that feels normal and then it becomes a standard and then the standard just doesn't feel like enough. And then we want more and don't get me wrong. I'm here for elevation. I'm here for new experiences. I'm here for expansion. I desire to have new experiences and I want to eventually fly in like one of those coolest bedrooms on an airplane where you get a whole bedroom. I can't remember what airline I saw that on, but I was like that someday. That would be so cool. And I still want normal first class to feel like awe and excitement and magic and appreciation. So let me fumble with my tray. Let me walk into Louboutin or P.S. I don't even love Louboutin so much anymore. I kind of had a bad customer service experience there. And I'm like, this isn't all it was cracked up to be. I was like, it's the creme de la creme. And then I bought a pair of shoes where like the inside sole started lifting up 
just when I was trying them on with dresses and they wouldn't take them back. And I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me? They're like, we see little scratches on the bottom. I'm like, yeah, from wearing them around my closet and look at what it did just in my closet. You can tell I didn't wear these on the fucking cement because the bottom would already be ripped up, right? So like sometimes we think something's going to be a magical experience and then we realize like this isn't actually that special. In that case, like I'm here for like desensitizing yourself of the specialness and seeking different experiences that are going to meet that expectation. I want to, I think about my first experience with Louboutin and how much time I spent imagining what that would be like. Then the actual doing of it didn't feel as magical. My stomach was a wreck. And then having them they sat as art on my desk for a really long time because I didn't want to ruin them. I didn't want to like ruin the magic. And wouldn't you know that in the house fire, that even though the fire didn't touch my bedroom, somehow those one pair of shoes, my first pair of ever of Louboutins ever, never made it back to me. <laughs> I think they made it into somebody else's hands throughout all the exchanging of different companies that were helping with like helping I used to say that loosely <laughs> helping themselves in the house fair. Um, so speaking of, I'm like, wait a second. They never reimbursed me for those. I'm so glad we had this conversation, guys. I need to follow up with somebody refunding me for those. So the point of this message is, what if we had the ability to bring the energy, the excitement, the appreciation of those new beginnings into any moment, especially the ones where we don't belong and actually own that. Want to know what I think? I think had I walked in there and had I told them my story in the Louboutin store, I bet you the service would have been wildly different. Not the one where I, like I recently bought a pair of shoes, like, but the first one where I felt so uncomfortable. And I said like, oh my gosh, I've been dreaming about this moment. I can't believe I'm here. And if I had let myself be visibly swept up in appreciation and awe, don't we know that all those like employees there, the people that are there are like, they want to serve the person who's appreciative, not the person who's entitled or expectant, right? Not the person who's like, whatever, like bow down to me, give me what I want, give me what I need. Not to say that every person who like has money is like that. Absolutely not. I have some extremely wealthy friends that are wildly, wildly like wonderful and appreciative of salespeople. But I think if I had just brought my, I'm a first timer, I don't belong here. Holy crap. I can't believe, I can't believe this is my life energy into that moment. I think they would have been so excited with me. I think it would have been like extra red carpet treatment. And I I don't know about you guys, but I just don't want to lose the magic. I think one of my ultimate gifts that I'm so grateful that I have, not because I'm lucky, but because I chose to build this muscle is number one, I like know when to zoom into details of things to be swept up into the magic of the new beginning, but I also know how to hold the love. I was madly in love with my ex for 20 years. I still love him. It's a different love, but I still love him. I had a conversation with someone and they're like, well, you know, after a while, like the love is just different and like you don't love and appreciate each other anymore. And I was like, can't relate. Can't relate. 
because I was madly in love with my ex until the day that I said this relationship needs to be completed. I didn't complete the relationship because there wasn't love. I completed the relationship because there wasn't health and nourishment for both of us in it anymore in how the relationship was existing, right? So I one of the things that I think I'm so grateful for is I used to tell people all the time, I still get little like butterflies when I know he's on his way home from work. After 10 years, after 12 years, after 15 years of marriage and on, when I knew that he was on his way home from work, I would get excited. I missed him. I like couldn't wait for him to walk through the door and come find me. Why is this true for me? Because I romanticize the new beginnings. I romanticize moments. So here's a fun little trick that I've been playing with myself in the morning, myself in the morning, to enjoy my mornings even more. When I had my house fire two Junes ago and I moved to Fort Lauderdale, everything here was new. And I was just swept up by the magic of all the new beginnings, living in the city for the first time ever, being able to walk to the restaurants, living in a beautiful, beautiful three-story home with an elevator and like just pure magic coming from a one-bedroom trailer during seasons of my life, during other seasons of my life, living in a backwoods trailer with no running water, like just swept up and like, how did I get here? Wow. And it can be easy after time to wake up in the morning and it's all normal. It's all expected. And then what happens? We start to think, well, this is where I am, but also this is where I'm not. And we can get swept up by not enoughness or lack. And one of the things that I'm really good at is not entertaining going down the rabbit hole of that. Now, sometimes things come up and they're triggers and I clear them with RRT. You guys know, like I will preach till the day I die, unconscious reprogramming and clearing what I call those open tabs, just like something that's drawing information, energy, battery, speed from the overall computer system because it's just a left open tab that's been open for a really long time. But even though we're not staring at it, somewhere behind the screen that we're actually looking at, it's still existing and still the information is still running. So somebody needs to hit that X button. That's like what RRT does. Somebody hits the X button and then that information isn't still running in the background. It's not still influencing how the rest of the experience is being had. So sometimes I have stuff come up and I'm like, oh, let's clear that with RRT. So I do that. You guys know I have a lot of programs that help you do that. WAP is for anything that has to do with money. Regulate is for anything to do with like the natural stresses of life. Um, So we'll put those links in the show notes for you guys um, around those two. But also I built this muscle of intentionality around choosing to zoom in and get swept up by moments. So one little fun game that I've been playing in the morning is before I even open my eyes, I lay in bed and I just pretend It's my first day here in a new house and everything is new and everything is magical. And so what did we do when we were first moving into a new house? A lot of times we're walking around and we're slowly putting things where we want them. So I'll wake up in the morning and I might go look and say like, 
do I like this here? And maybe I'll move a few pieces around or I'll just sit and appreciate that I've gotten pieces into my home that I like where they are. I like how they look. I might pause and appreciate like how the sun peeks through the window in the morning. I love that morning sun energy, the way that it just like washes over my breakfast table and sit down with my coffee. And sometimes I'll just pretend like it's my first coffee in this new house sitting at this table. And some people might say you're delusional. And I would say maybe, probably, but I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm probably one of the more happy people that you'll ever meet on this planet. And so if I have to be a little delusional in order to hold peace and joy and appreciation in my body so that this human experience is just better for me, I will. I'm happy living in my little delusional land. And you want to know what? When I let myself, when I let myself get swept up by imagination, by daydream, by um, pretend energy, what I actually create in real time that is tangible is different. Because I come at business from a state of playfulness and creativity, I'm not in a place of lack or not enoughness or I could be further. I'm just playing. I'm fucking with interest. I'm fucking with interest. What could be interesting to create? What could be interesting to do? How could I serve my clients differently? How could I have more fun? How could I enjoy this process even more? How could I tell this story differently on social media? Look, I've been at this for a really long time. I've been in the online world since 2011. As of today, it's August 2023. So for 12 years, I've been creating content online. I've been selling a variety of different offers. I've um, started and launched different businesses, physical products, digital products. I was in network marketing selling physical products and, and um, I've done a variety of different things and I've loved each one of them. And what I want to say about that is, is that in order for you to have staying power in business, in order for you to still find a way to enjoy what it is that we've built to enjoy the things that we've been doing for so long like content creation or product creation or serving clients and customers we have to find a way not have to I'm going to say that differently we have an opportunity to choose to build the muscle of staying in the magic And that's my choice and it's something that I love and it's something that I love talking about because I have such a high standard for quality of life. I want to live the most exceptional life humanly possible and I can do that without spending a dime and I can do it with spending a lot of dimes. Either way, it doesn't matter. Because when I spent the, I don't know, six or $700 on those new pair of shoes, that wasn't a pleasurable experience. I was sick to my stomach. I did it anyway. And I just like, honestly, I'm kind of grateful that those shoes got lost because now I can go replace them with something that like I might actually enjoy a little bit more. So I want to choose to stay in the magic no matter 
what the cost of that magic is, whether it's a luxurious experience or whether it's a simple experience. I want potency. I want the most. I want it all. I want to milk the experience for every little drop of joy that I can possibly get out of it. And this takes intention. So I'm challenging you and send me a message, a DM on social, love underscore Andrea Crowder if you're not following me on Instagram. And play a game for just a few days. Wake up in the morning and pretend something is new again. Pretend your marriage is new again. Pretend it's your kid's first day on earth again. (laughs) Remember that first day where you're staring at them and you're like, holy crap, this is a whole new human and everything about them is new. And you are mesmerized by every little inch of them, every little hair, like holy smokes, what is this? Every little nook and cranny. Or the first time that you bought a brand new pair of shoes or... The first time you moved into your home like I've been doing. The first time you put together, I'm staring right now at, um, at this new bed that I put together. So my first bed that I've bought myself as a single woman that I put together with my sister and my daughter. It took a village. <laughs> I don't like to follow instructions. <laughs> I'm like, I see them. I know that it would help me get this done faster. Also, I can do it. <laughs> Uh, and then I always put it together wrong enough to start to roll over. But like, I can look at it and be like, remember the day this was brand new and this bedroom was brand new and everything was put together just to my liking or the first time I ever got to shower in, you know, my beautiful like luxury town home. So what I'm asking you guys to do is to just sit with, is there an opportunity where I can pull myself back into new beginnings and douse myself in the magic again? And would it be interesting, would it be interesting to play with it actually being exciting to be the new guy, to be the one who's just wrapped up in the first time magic all the time to be the person who's in a constant state of awe of your underdog story. Constant state of awe of your underdog story. I'm telling you, life is going to get so, so different. Milk that shit. Get your joy. It's there for you. And when you get the most that you think you can get, ask for more. As always, Andrea dropped the mic. I'm Lorelai Taylor, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed listening, please follow, review, and share with your friends. As always, anything mentioned in the show will be detailed in the show notes. And to keep up with everything going on with Andrea, check her out at love underscore Andrea Crowder on Instagram and check her links for some fun surprises too. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're here.